But if I wanted to work on a brand, I'd love mm. to have a crack at Chef. Do a Burger King versus McDonald's. You just fucking go ham. You're go just ham. throwing Hail Marys at that brand constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but this podcast is now sponsored. So before we get into the episode, let me tell you about our sponsor. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more. Now on to the show. Hello. And welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am your host, Shane W. Brennan, joined, as always, by my colleague, Aaron Chalk. How are you, Aaron? Hello, Shane. I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for asking. Very excited. Very excited. So, there's some there's some lovely campaigns. Got to, got, to, got to delve into. So I'm very excited for this episode, as is, I'm sure, all of our listeners. I think um, I think we're doing another free gaff now, and it gets funny because we hadn't done one in in quite some time last year. We we I think we only did three free gaffs last year, and now we've done a couple this year just with the way things have fallen. And I think I don't know about you, but I feel more back in my stride in what a free gaff used to be like. Yes, from it's very unusual. Uh, from back in season one when we kind of it it was. Uh, I don't know the analysis of which because we, we do lean on guests an awful lot to get their insights and then we kind of react. It's more like me and you reacting to ads, whereas with a free gaff, only one of us is reacting to an ad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. you're losing, you're losing, uh, you're you're losing fifty percent of the reactors. Um, yeah, but also like after having done a, a few this summer, it's kind of you realize okay, actually can delve into a bit more about the ad and kind of that kind of I forgot about that part of the free gaff episodes um before doing them again and kind of as you said you put it nicely there getting back in the stride so like for for this episode I know like a of the the ad that I have is more of a campaign and kind of I enjoyed delving into the campaign and how it mm. attaches to all the other parts of the of the brand and what they're doing you know above the line below the line for a longer period of time the history of the brand so it's kind of it's like mini case studies you're kind of building in your head but just also of stuff that you really you enjoy looking at or you enjoy hearing about uh, so that's it's been nice to rediscover that is it rediscovery yeah. i think would be a good good way of putting it definitely um okay well with that uh that on the cards you've teed it up nicely Ooh. go oh here we go okay so uh the campaign that i'm uh bringing you it, this is an activation which is launched very 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 recently um only only last week this this hit the shelves but mm-hmm. it's part of a larger campaign so this is by Heinz and Lick Paint so we bring up some images on on the screen here where essentially Heinz ketchup and Lick Paint and Lick are a designer uh they're they're designer home interiors so they're uh, they provide they have a range of paint they have a range of wallpaper painting accessories mm-hmm. design accessories they've done a collaboration with Heinz ketchup which is a paint literally a liquor paint a tub of paint that is the Heinz color red uh, and the the color is called red 
HTK57, which when I glanced at that first, I was like, oh, it just looks like a paint serial number, but it's actually very clever. Took me a while to get it, but Heinz Tomato Ketchup number 57. And if anyone is a Heinz fan, they will recognize the 57 straight away as the, the, the classic number that is on all the Heinz bottles is, is 57. Mm-hmm. So they've created, uh, in honor of the 57, they've created 570 limited edition tins of the red HTK 57 paint that you can buy on the the, the Lick uh, website. Um, and I just have to say, I absolutely love it. The, the irrationality of it uh, is, is something that automatically appeals to me, but it mm-hmm. goes further beyond that when you actually link it back to the Heinz campaign and the, it has to be Heinz larger campaign that's been going on. It makes perfect sense then. It's the irrational love of Heinz tomato ketchup. Mm-hmm. And uh, and many, many listeners and viewers might be well familiar with the recent ad uh, all about uh, that irrational love. It has to be Heinz through the, the recent TV ad where you see people getting it tattooed on their bodies, there's a fellow who has like a, a museum almost to Heinz in his in his house. People stealing it from hotels, bringing it into restaurants. Uh, and that's the first major brand investment that the Heinz have done to tomato ketchup in what's what I read is 150 years, um, which, is, which is pretty, pretty mental. Um, and yeah. that, that ad was created by Widening Kennedy in, in New York. Uh, I don't know who's behind the, the Lick Paint and Heinz. Piece. I don't know if that's the brand directly talking to another brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's literally it's, it's only came out this morning. That's how fresh it is. Um, oh, whoa. and that's that that's why I can't get that much on it just yet. But it's uh, I, I absolutely love it. Um, and it it just fits perfectly back into the campaign. Yeah, I um, I think it's really interesting. Like, I'm seeing an awful lot more of these type of collabs ads collabs yeah it's and it's funny like a bit of me i really love the the craziness of them Mm. and the effort of them and then i always get this i don't know like nagging voice in my head of it (laughs) like being like a waste of money do you know this what I mean? is your direct response head from your digital days. Yeah, <laughs> but like the, the creative in me is like, ah, oh, so much fun. That's something. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to do that. Fuck it. Let's let's do that. You know what I mean? Um, but there is that. But then there's a, there's a there's a um, there's a like a crossover point where these pureable things like Copperberg last year like only 570 sorry that's the other point of it it's not mass produced so this is pure stunt mm-hmm. copperberg did a bucket hat um this year that's like a tie-dye they partnered with an artist i think they're only releasing a hundred of them and you can turn the bucket out upside down but it's waterproof so it holds ice and you can hold bottles <laughs> but it's the same but the, do you know what i mean but it's, it's, there's, i don't want to love it but i do love yeah it so like I, I like there's only a hundred there's only a hundred of them. So like it's not like a brand direction. It's literally a stunt. And it's a really fun but like like the quantities of production are so small, they might they don't actually need to make it. <laughs> These could be chip shop award winning stuff yeah. for the drum. 
because the the like the reach is all in just doing something interesting with the brand and i guess it's the brand story lived through pr it's almost like it, they feel like mr beast videos on youtube <laughs> like they feel like the brand is like okay we got to get some fucking attention so let's do something like let's do something really out there and interesting that shows a bit of character that does tap into like rightly so it does it does tap into that being obsessed with Heinz. so i'm not i'm not, I'm not criticizing that's that a at real all. thing yeah no 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 it's completely but i just feel like as much as i love it i always just get this nagging feeling that if i pitch that someone would rightly go that that's crazy <laughs> like what why why are you doing that and i'd be like well because i just think it's really funny <laughs> and i and we can we can like all we're paying for here is pr it's it's all i could mix up 570 buckets of paint like <laughs> you could like um i could go down to b and q and give them the color they'll color match they'll color match they'll for color match a bottle of, bottle of Heinz. but uh, I, I, do, I do love how this one is like it is perfectly in step with the wider campaign it's, it's yeah. it feels like a really well orchestrated uh it feels like there's a conductor at the top of the ship for like you know when so not only when the tv and the media went live all these other bits started singing like even there's a social um piece where uh heinz uh they did creative and, and I, I, some of these ran in ireland as well where you might there's a, a lot of the heavy run i remember was the broccoli with a dollop of ketchup on it on a red mm -hmm. background and it had like that heinz kind of motif around it and i would name check the twitter user who obviously said she has her broccoli with, yeah, with, uh, with, yeah, with yeah. but they had a series of them so there was crab there was sushi there was croissants there was and all different twitter users included they were that was obviously their thing that they have to have heinz with it, which i thought was a really really nice way of of marrying creative with social as well again yeah, perfectly yeah. in step uh with, with the know. campaign and like i'm really not criticizing i'm just trying to understand them like, I really like this. Like, I think this is really fucking cool, right? I love it. But usually for me, that's a red flag at the Heinz, the tint mm. of Heinz. That if me just, I'm just like, ah, oh, that's funny. But it feels like it, it, when we talked about it before, it feels like those um, AOR out of home things as well. It's like brands are just doing stuff to get that 24, like just, just it's like the, the way the internet runs yeah. now at the minute. It's like do something interesting, say something interesting, and we're gonna get we're gonna get eyeballs. Just get them. See, just I th I think they're very lucky in the sense that the brand truth is that people do have an irrational love for Heinz. That mm -hmm. it does have to be Heinz. That tagline is so true to life. Yeah. That that because that is irrational love exists, they're like okay, well, what would be irrational to do and paint your house the color of yeah. Heinz. No, no, no. So, I get so it gives them the it gives them such carte blanche. To go, it feels yeah, like no idea is a bad idea for this one. But if you're doing that for an insurance company, that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, there is there is more brand heavy. Well, look, but like I feels like that this would be okay. So you know in that ad that the that W W um K made, um, with the guy getting a tattoo of Heinz and all yep. that stuff in a museum, a character in that ad could have had their house painted Heinz color. Okay, so now we've established a universe 
where this is where he got the paint or she got the paint. Do you know what I mean? Like this easily, this would not have been out of step in that ad as a guy or a girl or a woman standing outside their house and their house being painted or being in a kitchen and that the room being painted this color, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. And with regards to the actual product itself, are you a person who has a rational love of Heinz? Does it have to be Heinz for you or will you just take any ketchup going? <sighs> or as we call it in the West, red sauce? Yeah, I, well, that's fair because there's brown sauce and red sauce. Um, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's irrational, um, but it is what I would buy. You know what I mean? But I'm yeah. not like, I'm not, I don't know. It's not something I ever, like, I would be like, oh, that's not good. But I wouldn't be like, how dare you? I'd probably maybe just not have red sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like, like as long for me, it's kind of as long as it's not chef, you know. It's uh, I, I take I take every knockoff under the sun as long as it's not chef. <laughs> you because can be the blenders all day as long as it's not chef. <laughs> yeah, because like all the knockoffs are copying Heinz, not chef. <laughs> so yeah, that that that's a funny one. Like I think I've mentioned on this podcast before yeah, in your family. Yeah, it's it's quite severe in our family, and it is literally uh, chef uh, v v Heinz, and actually i was in i was in a supermarket a couple of months ago and i saw the classic glass bottle of Heinz on the shelf i'd never seen mm-hmm. that not in a restaurant before mm-hmm. uh so i was like oh i get that i was like no we have a tub of Heinz at home i don't need it but i went away and then as the week went on i was like i wish i got that and every shop i went to because that was in the other side of the country every mm-hmm. shop i went to just had the plastic bottle so then it became like a mission to get the glass bottle mm. so eventually i did get the glass bottle so we have a glass bottle of heinz tomato ketchup what's funny about that is I the glass it. bottle thing they only use the glass bottle in their advertising i haven't bought a glass look how tough you found it to get a glass bottle like glass bottle is like something to aspire to yes <laughs> like, it is yeah it's and interesting it's, like it's lovely it's almost like a condiment holder well obviously it is condiment holder but like like a thing that you'd keep by the (laughs) way for anyone listening Aaron is holding up a glass bottle of Heinz yes (laughs) on the podcast and uh, as you can see I mentioned earlier on the um, the 57 is there embossed on 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 either side Mm -hmm. and uh, if anyone does have a a glass bottle in a restaurant or in their own home and struggling to get the the red sauce out of the bottle the trick is to karate chop on the 57 and that makes it flow out nice and smooth and no big dollops just a little secret for you what, for ha- there. what has this podcast turned into <laughs> I, I have the irrational love of Heinz Ketchup that's why I love this campaign really but, do you uh, have I, but that's funny. no I don't like, have a it's not your whole personality though you know no. what I mean I, I've not seen you when we've been out and there'd be ketchup <laughs> like fucking flip it out and you know what I mean <laughs> Christian Bale and someone it, a waiter or a waitress like it get, it only kind of comes out in the home house when there's a, a chef behind sounds so up. that sounds so sinister it's it like, gets sinister when me and my siblings get together um but fair enough uh, i know heinz is superior look i'm not gonna even but if i wanted to work on a brand i'd love mm. to have a crack at chef do a burger king versus mcdonald's you just fucking go ham you're go just ham. throwing hail mary's at that brand constantly <laughs> <laughs> Like, but, uh, you know what he, Chef should do? Chef should come out now with a color mix for being cute. 
because it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's what chef should do anything you can do i can do better uh, yeah sheffer <laughs> yeah brilliant. um okay yeah that's a really good one as i said like there's a lot more of these things coming up and i'm noticing them mm. and i'm just i i'm loving them it's like, all about for everyone collab. involved in all these i really love them they all feel like skits from rick and morty like they all feel like you know like what happened with um the szechuan sauce for mcdonald's yeah yeah, yeah like that's yeah. what they all feel like and i love it i embrace you, like i think it's funny as hell do you know what makes it really feel like that 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 like there's like it's like something from a sketch show is all the football uh jersey launches are are moving into high fashion space now so if you look at the recent kit launches for arsenal and tottenham mm-hmm. uh and a couple of the italian teams it's all like oh this is something from like like a like a really high end yeah, fashion yeah, yeah. world piece and it's just like what what <laughs> well i'm loving it it's just it's fun i find them fun no i right. love it i love it definitely and it gives you a reason to talk about a brand that's pretty much nothing to do with their product you know so mm-hmm. fuck it um okay that was a really cool one um <clears throat> Very hot off the presses, so very hot next week. So yeah, it's only about a week old by the time everyone's hearing about this. Fair play to you. So, let's go from my one. This uh, ad is from two thousand two. It was shared to me last week by good friend of the podcast, John Gilday, our very first guest, John Gilday, our very first guest. On yeah, the he was the OG, the, the OG, OG JG, OG JG. Um, but he sent me on this. Uh, this is Umbro Goldposts by Fallon London. So let's give it a watch. from uh 2002 2002 would have been a world cup year um so that was released in january of the world cup year so uh this was an ad as i said by fallon london um it won a shit ton of awards um it won can um it won a one award uh in the one club it uh is directed by john hardwick and john hardwick he would be famous for like music videos by Blur, um, Arctic Monkeys, uh, High Flying Birds. Um, he does a lot of TV stuff as well, like that Brassic show that's on TV. He's done a couple of episodes of that. Um, it's by Flintham and McLeod, um, who really famous kind of uh, creative directors who would have come up with famous campaigns like um, 
the Marmite campaign, you either love it or you hate it. Um, wow. that's that's from them. That would have been a campaign of them theirs. Like so, um, yeah. For me, like John sent it on, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's like from a, it's so simple, with um, what is that um, Minnie Ripperton, uh, loving you is the song as well like just locked off images of unmistakable goals and you just think of being a kid and the shit that you used to use as goals like the only there's only two comments i have on something i thought they missed out on was one i would have loved to have just seen two jumpers yes i think the exact same thing just two jumpers and like maybe kids walking in with a ball or something just to land it as opposed to the two outlets i just the two jumpers was if you were to say what we used as goals the most in my entire life is non-established ad hoc goals which would have been two jumpers and then the other one given i lived in cambridge uh the distance of goals is meant to be measured off to the ash trees around parker's piece that's where modern football rules came from and I was really hoping for a Parker's piece cameo as to these are the trees that goals are measured on in modern football today in Cambridge. That's where it's established. Now, they do have one shot in a park with lampposts and a tree, but it's mm. the ash trees around Parker's piece is what's meant to be the distance. And I would have loved to have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have seen that just as a little Easter egg. Like, oh, this mm. Parker's piece. Um but that's my own my own thing. But yeah, the, I would just would have loved seeing two jumpers, because um, for me that is what goals are, you know. Um, but fabulous, like so simple. But like talk about saying loads with saying nothing. Like every time you look at them, and once you figure out, once it takes a couple, and some people might, by the way, not figure this out at all until the end. Like some people who maybe grew up not playing football. Would have been like I don't I don't get this at all. Like what the fuck is this? Um, but for anyone listening, essentially it's just locked off images of different settings where you'd have goalposts, real so world, like, real like, world, like 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 a, a chain link fence, two um, a bus stop, like things you would have put, you would have stood the youngest person on the pitch in front of and been like, you're the goalie, or it's last man back. This is where you're stopping the ball getting to. <laughs> last man um, back. Do you remember? Yeah, last man back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, they just say so much. Cause every time you look at it, once you figure out what they're doing, I think of the games played there. Mm-hmm. Like there's one with the chain link fence that I loved that there's actually a big hole yeah, in the yeah. middle of That's the, of high. The, it's the where the guy up. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God, you'd lose the ball or the one with the van. I was like, I can imagine your man with the van coming out roaring at them. It reminds me of, um, Paddy O'Shea's the the windows you know outside Paddy O'Shea's pub you know the church where mm-hmm. he used to kick the ball against the wall in between the two stained glass windows and he'd break them it's just that like kids will use fucking anything for a target or for goals and I'm just like it's just you think of the situation and the game played like even with the two L lads at the end you could just imagine one of them getting cracked in the back of the head <laughs> if they are using them as goals um, but it says, yeah, I it says, it says so much without like it, it would anything. ruin it if you try to bring those imaginations to life. It does more. Oh yeah, you don't it. need to. Yeah, I'd I'd love to know 
how how run and gun the production was versus planned so in the sense of was it did they go to a production company going this is what we're looking for this is Mm -hmm. the aesthetic locked off shot as straight on as you can get as many of them as possible and the production company just went and got them or were they were they manufactured and curated tightly do you know the kind of way i'd imagine maybe the end shot was curated tightly well it just or else they just got a load of rushes and then they just assembled based on the best of no I would say with John Hardwick being the director I'd say every shot was chosen and shot like really all you're paying for is a couple of days there's no lighting you know what I mean it's a cheap cheap thing to make Um, well all the money clearly went on the music rights there yeah yeah, yeah, but like two thousand two, like music so still wasn't. You know what I mean? That's that's what twenty one years ago now. Like, um, yeah, I think I don't know. I I I know what you mean, but I I think it's a reasonably, like, it's a reasonable ad. But I don't think they would have cut corners on what they were trying to achieve, because then why even get a good director, a good music video director? You know what I mean? Um. Now, he could have maybe, someone could have went out and could have just sent him pictures. Being like, what about this? And he'd be like, yeah, get it. Yeah, get it. He could have had mm. fucking hundreds. You know, if someone was like, oh, there's something up near me. Or there's something, oh, I want to go to the Wales and the Valleys. I want to go to this. I want to see an old bus stop. Yeah, they would have had the storyboard to sell it. Like, of the type of thing they want to see. So I'd say they just went out looking for it. That'd be my guess. Just, I can't see the logic of in, in having a big director and stuff like that if you're just going to kind of stock footage it and the framing is is very perfect i imagine it's actually shot on film yeah it would be film 2002 yeah. 2002 so yeah there's not as much stock then no. as there is now you know that type of thing so they would have no, went and got stock it footage no i'm not i'm not wasn't suggesting stock footage more just going go shoot a load and then assemble based on that yeah do you know yeah. that kind of way maybe um no it's, yeah. it's 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 lovely ad and that song is that's going to be stuck in your head now yeah probably there, there was a i don't know if this was real but there was a, a, a press or out of home image which was a picture of two trees against the wall and um, it was umbro approved gold post stamp and i was like oh i like that that's that was cool. really simple so it was like in their little badge um but yeah, that's uh, that was given to me as I said by uh, John Gilday, but a fabulous piece of work, um, great one to be able to to bring to the podcast. And you just when when it's just music and images and nothing else, no VFX, no fucking nothing, you got to be like, this is this is pretty great. <laughs> great choice. Thanks, uh, thanks to the OG JG for sending that in. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's our two selections for this week if you have any selections you'd like us to look at ourselves please do reach out um send them on to us if we just ignore you that means it's not getting on the podcast (laughs) but um (laughs) uh but if you are listening or you have an opportunity to rate the podcast please do rate five stars or whatever it helps um other than that we will see you next time goodbye 
I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more.